Alex's Animal Ark. My name is Alex and I will be your guide to all the amazing animals that live on our planet. Today we will be learning about the capybara. So what exactly is a capybara? To start with, they are a semi-aquatic rodent of unusual size found in Central and South America. Capybaras can reach heights of 1.7 to 2 feet at their shoulders and lengths of 3.48 to 4.4 feet. They can reach weights between 77 and 146 pounds, and the average is about 108 pounds, with the females usually being slightly heavier than the males. They can live up to 8 to 10 years in the wild, but oftentimes they only live about 4 years in the wild due to predation. Their predators include jaguars, pumas, ocelots, eagles, caimans, and green anacondas. Their heavy, barrel-shaped body is covered in coarse, short fur. The fur is reddish-brown in color on the tops and sides, and becomes yellowish-brown underneath. Their fur is also designed to dry quickly when the capybara comes out of the water. Capybaras have short heads with a blunt snout with nostrils on the end of it. Their eyes and ears are found near the tops of their heads, just like hippos, which allows them to keep the rest of their bodies submerged and poke their eyes and ears and nose above the water to see what's going on around them. Just like most rodents, their two front teeth are constantly growing, but are ground down by use. Capybaras have two scent glands, one of which is found on top of their snouts and known as a morio. Males have a much more pronounced morio, and they scent mark things more often than the females. Their legs are short and sturdy, with the back ones being slightly longer than the front ones. At the end of their legs, they have webbed toes, with hoof-like claws on the end, to help with swimming and climbing up riverbanks and out of the mud. They have four toes on the front and three toes on the back. Their tail is short and vestigial. Their other set of scent glands are anal scent glands, and on the males they are lined with detachable hairs. These hairs are covered with a crystalline form of scent secretion that lasts longer than other forms of scent and are tasted by other capybaras that come upon them. Capybaras mark things with scent by rubbing their marios on them or walking over plants and marking them with their anal scent glands. So where can you find capybaras? Capybaras are found in lowland areas near bodies of water. Their favorite habitats include rainforest lakes and rivers, marshes, brackish wetlands, swamps, as well as seasonally flooded grasslands and savannas. Their range includes Panama, Colombia, Peru, Venezuela, Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay, Brazil, Bolivia, Ecuador, and Guyana. So what are some capybara behaviors? Capybaras are crepuscular and are usually most active during morning and evening. However, if they feel threatened, then they are usually active during the night. During the day, they will wallow in water and mud to keep cool, or they will doze on the banks of the river, or in the water. Then around the evening, they emerge from the water to graze. Capybaras are herbivores and are very selective about the plants they eat. During the wet season, they primarily eat grass and aquatic plants, while also supplementing their diets with fruit and bark. An adult capybara can eat 6 to 8 pounds of grass per day. During the dry season, capybaras eat a greater variety of plants, 
including reeds, grains, melons, and squashes. Capybaras are also coprophages, which means they eat their own poop. They do this for the beneficial gut bacteria, which helps them break down the cellulose they consume, as well as getting as many nutrients and vitamins out of their food as possible. Capybaras also regurgitate their food to chew it up better, just like cows and other ruminants like camels. They are often found in groups of 10, but can sometimes be solitary. These groups often consist of one dominant male, one or more females, one or more subordinate males, and several juveniles. During the dry season, these groups can expand to 50 to 100 individuals due to them gathering around the remaining water sources. Capybara groups have very stable home ranges, and while they get along well with individuals not in their groups, they will still chase off the intruders. Capybaras do not have a set breeding period, but the peak is usually from April to June or October to November depending on where they live. Males and females can choose who they mate with, and since breeding takes place in water, if the female doesn't like what's going on, she can dive underwater or leave the water. The dominant male gets to mate more often than the subordinates, but the subordinate males overall mated with more females. Their gestation lasts 130 to 150 day, days, after which four pups are born on average. However, the number can range between one and eight pups. After giving birth on land, the females join, rejoin the group a few hours later, and the babies will join as soon as they are mobile, which is also only a few hours after them being born. The pups are able to eat grass within a week, but will often suckle from their mom as well as other females in the group until they are weaned at 16 weeks old. Other members of the group will also help take care of the pups along with their mothers. Cavibarius communicate through scent marking and several types of sounds, such as whistles, grunts, barks, and squeals. And now it's time for some capybara fun facts. The two parts of their scientific name, Hydrochorus, Hydrocharis, come from Greek and translate to water pig or water hog. Their common name comes from the Tupi language spoken in Brazil and means one who eats slender leaves. Their closest relatives are the guinea pig and rock cavies, but it is also distantly related to chinchillas, agoutis, and nutrias. In the 16th century, the Catholic Church apparently classified the capybara as a fish so that the meat could be eaten on Fridays and during Lent. Fossils of the extinct Pickney's capybara were found in San Diego County's Oceanside. They are farmed for their meat and hides, which are used to make leather. Capybaras can't synthesize vitamin C in their bodies, so they get it from the food they eat. But if they don't receive supplemental vitamin C when in captivity, they can develop gum disease, which is a sign of scurvy. Capybaras can spend up to five minutes underwater. Please feel free to fill out my survey about which animal would win in a fight between a gorilla and a grizzly bear and why. You can find the link in the description or on the front page of my website, as well as on the Facebook page. If you have already filled out the survey, thank you and feel free to tell your friends and family about this survey. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it and want to hear more, feel free to subscribe to Alex's Animal Arc on YouTube or subscribe on Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, 
TuneIn, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Castro, CastBox, PodFriend, and iHeartRadio. Feel free to like and follow the Alex's Animal Arc Facebook page and visit my website by following the link in the description. If there's an animal you would like to hear me cover, please email your name and the animal what you want to hear about to the email in the description, and I will add it to the list. Or feel free to leave a comment on YouTube or on the Facebook page with an animal you would like to hear about if that makes you feel more comfortable. Thank you for coming on this animal adventure. I will see you all again for the next voyage when we will learn about the giant anteater. Eater.